Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 289 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, Resurrection Sunday is fast approaching, and I'd like to talk to you all about what the Lord gave me. So please take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, and settle on in. Blaine encourages you is coming to you with From Hosanna to Heaven. That's what's coming up next. to get into our podcast content momentarily right now I'd love to take a few moments to establish protocol whether you are a longtime listener or a first-time listener we are so elated and we give God praise for you choosing blendcouragesyou.com as a source to get your encouragement through the word of God and if you have not already done so I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent. How do you do that? Well, let's start with where are you listening from today? Are you on the blendcouragesyou.com site? Perhaps you're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podfriend, Podcast Guru, Player FM, Overcast. There are a myriad of different platforms where blendcouragesyou.com can be accessed. So whatever that platform is, wherever that is, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And guess what? That gets you in as a part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from blendcouragesyou.com here with your podcast on the go. So when we were together last, we were looking at Psalm 103, and I have to tell you all, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed what I was reading. It was encouraging my heart, and I know it did the same for many of you. So it was fully my intention, BCU fam, to continue that this week. However, with a look at the calendar and a tugging in my heart from the Lord, I was led to go into a different direction. So by the time you get to this recording, we will be past Resurrection Sunday. I'm recording this just past uh, Palm Sunday. And I was just led to do a, just a summary of the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Now, for those who are on the fence when it comes to recognizing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his sacrifice for us, especially during this week, I realize that the world and the the calendar and whatnot points to when uh, Resurrection Day or Easter, as it's commonly known as, uh, the world figures out when that is, and it's different every year. And I understand that. I also understand that there is no biblical reference to when uh, this all happened. And I'm going to make a similar disclaimer that I did around uh, Christmas time as well. 
No, we don't know when. We just know that it happened. And because the Bible tells us that it happened, it's okay for us to to uh, remember it. It's okay for us to celebrate it. We walk out what this, what Jesus did for us as we're supposed to, as born-again Christians, as saved people filled with the Holy Ghost, we're supposed to walk this out daily anyway. And all this is, this particular week, is just a time for us to really just reflect and remember what Christ did for us and what he continues to do for us. So uh, I realize that Easter, and of course, Easter is a secular holiday. All right, we know that. Many of us have switched to Resurrection Sunday. We know that the world celebrates it with bunnies and chocolate and pastels and clothes and eggs and all that sort of thing. If we know Jesus the way that we are supposed to, and if we've got him down on the inside, uh, according to Acts 2.38, that all means nothing. And we're going to celebrate Jesus because of who he is and what he's done in our lives. So I have no issue, BCU fam, uh, no issue at all, uh, just just celebrating Jesus and talking about what the Word of God says. And I can do this at any point in time in the year. We're doing it uh, this week. So let's start with what's traditionally known as Palm Sunday, all right? And what I'd like to do is focus in on one word, and that is Hosanna. Now, last year, I came across an interesting article that talked about Hosanna and what it meant. And I I don't have the article, so I did some other research, and I'd like to talk with all of you all about it. Now, let me give you the scriptures where Hosanna has been used, or has been said, rather. And I would love for you all to just take a look at those and read uh, the entire chapter so you get the context and flavor of what the authors were saying. So Matthew 21 and 9. Matthew 21 and 15, Mark 11 and 9, Mark 11 and 10, and John 12 and 13. Now, I am going to read John 12 and 13 to you uh, in just a moment and then talk about what Hosanna actually meant because I'll tell you all, Back in the day, there is a song, and and most of you all might be familiar with it, that uh, used the name Hosanna. And for a long time, I thought that Hosanna was a way to give God praise. And while in some sense and fashion it is, it it isn't. (laughs) It is and it isn't. And uh, this is why, BCU fam, I love to do research because... It's important for us to understand things. We thank God for songs and and whatnot. It's important for us, though, to know the context behind what's being sung and make sure that it is proper and that we're using it in a proper way. So let's go to the book of John. We're going to go to the 12th chapter and let's go to the 12th verse. Let's go there. So John 12 and 12. And of course, you want to read the entire chapter to, again, get the context. So um, go to verse number 12, and it says, On the next day, much people that were come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed 
is the king of Israel that comes in the name of the Lord. Ooh, that is saying something, BCU fam. I tell you, that excites me. So with Hosanna, uh, what that means, actually, there's a couple of different meanings. In the Hebrew, it means save now or save us, we pray. So by saying Hosanna, uh, the people were acknowledging that Jesus was the Messiah that had come to save them. Now, part of the situation, BCU fam, is that the people of Jerusalem, the salvation that they were looking for was more political versus spiritual. They were interested in a worldly fulfillment of messianic prophecy because the government of Rome was oppressive and did not treat the Jewish people correctly. And what they were looking for was to be vindicated uh, in that sense where Jesus was, of course, and as always, looking to save us and save our souls. So before Jesus could take care of anything political with his people, he had to take care of the sin that was there. Now, with that BCU fam, Lord, I thank you in here today. Um, we want to talk now about crucifixion. So that's our next word to look at. Now, the Romans made an art form of crucifixion by means of what's called capital punishment. And they borrowed this idea from what I'm reading from the Greeks and the Phoenicians. Now, crucifixion, there's nothing wonderful or beautiful or exciting about this. Uh, it was one of the most gory and painful ways to die. It was very public. Uh, very often, uh, the Romans would put crucifixes or, or crosses up on main thoroughfares so that people could see what would happen to you if you were an enemy of the state, uh, if you were convicted of a crime. This is what could happen to you. And no doubt, I'm sure that because of how the Romans left the bodies there and whatnot, and there was different bits and pieces of the body parts that were all over the place, you could see the remains sometimes of, of people who had died via crucifixion. So uh, the bodies were just there to be rotting or to be eaten by scavengers. So uh, people saw this and it was used as a deterrent, so to speak. Now, crucifixion, and many of us already know this, and this is a good reminder for us as the people of God to remember what Jesus went through. That's why it's good to, to read through and to think about what God allowed Jesus to go through for us. So prior to even going to be crucified, there was uh, scourging. I got it. Thank you. You were beaten and you were insulted. So scourging was not a painless process. Very often with that whip, there were different pieces of maybe metal or bone or sharp objects that were attached to that whip. And they would just get you and they would, they would beat you uh, within an inch maybe of your life. And you felt every bit of that scourging, of that whipping. You felt it. And because of what was attached to that whip, the, the bone and the metal or whatnot, it would cut into your skin. 
and there was no place, BCU fam, that was exempt from you being scourged or whipped. Thank you, Jesus. They took a crown of thorns, thorns, BCU fam, and placed it on the head of Jesus. If any of you all have ever had contact with a rose bush or anything thorny, we know how painful just that one little prick is in our fingers. And some of us have even maybe, you know, fallen into one or what have you. So we've experienced that sort of pain. And, and most of the time when you're in that sort of pain and when you run into that rose bush or whatever it is, you're hopping right back up again. Are still painful. Jesus had to endure this painful crown of thorns, which was way worse than any rose bush prickle that you could imagine on his head, BCU fam, in addition to the scourging that he received and, and nailed to a cross, nailed BCU fam. There was no, that he was tied and then the hands, his hands and feet were nailed. Imagine someone pounding a nail through your flesh as thick as our hands are as thick as our feet are just pounding it to make sure that you are on this cross accordingly and that you wouldn't get off and and he was he was pierced in his side where blood and water gushed out he truly shed his blood for us imagine bcu fam that you were here in the heat of the day with your skin flayed off people could see your bones the the pain of the nails in your feet and in your hands the emotional pain of being denied and forsaken just being on public display with your anatomy showing and you know jesus the pain was so great he said my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Matthew 27, 46 through 47. Jesus just, just felt what it, it, it was to be cut off from God because of sin. And he took all of this BCU fam. As he is on this cross, he took every sin for each and every one of us. All of us. Every sin we've ever committed, every lie we've told, every, everything we've ever taken, the deceit that we have practiced, all of that, Jesus took on without any complaint whatsoever. And he was all powerful, BCU fam. He had the power to stop this from happening. He had the power to call down angels to save him. He had the power to stop the Roman soldiers so that they could really see who he was. But because of who he is, BCU fam, because of his love for us, BCU fam, because he wants to have a relationship with us and for us to maintain the relationship, he went through that torment and that torture without any complaint whatsoever, just so we could be reconciled back to him. There is no animal, BCU fam, or number of animals, hallelujah, that could be sacrificed for all of our sins. So he became the ultimate sacrifice on the cross 
for all of us. And I'm not going to not celebrate that. I'm not going to be not thankful. I'm going to act as if this doesn't exist because it's not on a calendar. No, indeed. I'm going to give God praise. And you can hear the emotion in my voice because Jesus did this for me, BCU fam. He did it for you, BCU fam. He did it for your family. He did it for your friends. He did it for your neighbor. He did it for the president. He did it for the mayor. He did it for everybody. Yes, everyone. So that they can have a right to the tree of life. And that is something to be grateful for. And I realize, BCU fam, that not everyone will take advantage of it. And that that is between them and God. What we want to do, BCU fam, is that we want to thank God for it and we want to make sure that we are letting people know that Jesus died for them as well. There is nothing too great, BCU fam, that has been committed that Jesus cannot forgive and that's because of his shed blood for all of us. All of us. Does not matter what your race, ethnicity is, where you come from, what you used to practice as a religion. It's for everybody. For God so loved the world hallelujah, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And that's John 3, 16 and 17. And where I want to go, another word, whosoever Whosoever, notice that BCU fam in John 3.16. So, you know, whosoever is not limited to a particular person, a particular denomination, it's whosoever. So that's what Jesus came to do for us, BCU fam. That's what he came to do for us. And I am grateful for it. I am so grateful. When I think about what he went through and the torment and the torture that he went through just for me, just for you, just for everyone, it just makes makes me fall down in, in, in awe and to worship him in spirit and in truth because he did not have to, but he did. So Jesus went through the crucifixion. He was obedient. Hallelujah. Right to death on the cross. And when they buried him, BCU fam, that's not the end of the story. It's not the end of the story. Go to Mark chapter 16 and get to the end of the story. Three days later, just like he said he would, he rose again. Hallelujah. Yes, he did. Three days later, the first day of the week is when he rose again. And he appeared to many. He appeared to the women of God first. And we thank God for that. And then he appeared to many others. I believe it was 5,000 according to what um. I recollect. So um, what it is, BCU fam, is that because Jesus rose, hallelujah, he kept his word because that's what he always does. He lives and his earthly ministry ended, was ending at that time. And he promised the disciples he had to go away, but a comforter would come. And that comforter came in the way of the Holy Ghost. And you can read all about that in Acts chapter 1 and 2. And the Holy Ghost, uh, having Jesus down on the inside, that is, that is the evidence that we have been born again, BCU fam. So let me even clarify that. Now, in order for us to have salvation uh, the proper way, we have to go to Acts 2.38. We have to repent. We have to be baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, 
The Holy Ghost is the initial evidence that you have Jesus down on the inside. And what that what happens there is, is that your life changes, that the Lord now works through you as you allow him to. He is speaking to your heart. He's speaking to your mind. He's speaking to your spirit. And as you get to know Christ in fullness, uh, the things that you used to do, that you used to enjoy, you will no longer, BCU fam, you will be saved from that. You'll be delivered from that. Now, there are some things that are instantaneous, other things that take some time uh, for the Lord to show us. And that's another podcast for another day. But nonetheless, I am here, BCU fam, to be a witness of the resurrection power of Jesus down on the inside of me. Now, I don't brag or anything because it's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Any goodness that anyone sees is Jesus. And what goodness you don't see, that means it's me and I need to work on or allow the Lord and the Holy Ghost to work on me more. So I'm here to tell you, BCU fam, that that 30 years ago, and I thank God for it, uh, thank you, Jesus, that the Lord entered down inside of me. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I was born again, BCU fam. I have Jesus down on the inside. I haven't always gotten everything right. Still don't get everything right all the time, but I thank God for his grace. I thank the Lord for his mercy. I thank him for giving me another chance. I thank him for allowing me to be here. I thank him for allowing me for, to have this platform that he has entrusted me with to walk with you all through this journey because BCU fam, at some point in time, our earthly uh, lives here are going to end and we are going to need to see Jesus and he is going to ask us to give an account for our lives and if we did what he asked us to do. And because we have the Holy Ghost, we have the power to do just that. Now, it's not always easy and it doesn't always feel good to lay this flesh down. But it's, it's necessary in order for us, BCU fam, to be able to see Jesus in peace, to do what it is that he would have us to do, how he would have us to do it. So I celebrate, hallelujah, the fact that, the, that Jesus came to save us. I say, you know what, Hosanna, God save us. 30 years ago, that's what I said. I didn't say it that way. I didn't say Hosanna. God saved us. I went to the altar and I wanted to be saved. I wanted to be filled with the Holy Ghost. So I thank Jesus for that today. And I am sure, BCU fam, that many of you all are rejoicing along with me that Jesus lives. And he lives in heaven and he lives down on the inside of us. And with all of the chaos and the turmoil and different things that are going on in the world, we can rely on Jesus. We can depend on him to keep our hearts and minds stabilized. Hallelujah. So that we can stay focused and do his will in the name of the Lord. And we bless the name of God for that today. Amen. Amen. BCU fam, I have to tell you, I have to confess, I was not even going in this direction today. The Lord took over and I am grateful for it. And it is my prayer that something was said here today that bless and encourage your heart. So before we sign off, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we come before you today, Lord, we want to thank you for the reminder of what you have done for us, Jesus. We thank you for a look back over the scriptures, Lord, from Palm Sunday all the way to the Wednesday that you died to the Sunday that you rose. We thank you, Lord. We thank you and we praise you, Jesus, for your sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice for all of us, no matter who we are, no matter where we're listening from, no matter where we come from, what language we speak. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, that you still save, Lord. You saved then and you're
here, Lord Jesus. And we thank you today, Lord, for the privilege of being able to have you down on the inside. Lord, we ask that you will help remind us, Lord, that when things get tough for us and we feel like we can't do what you would have us to do, of what you went through for us so that we can be better for you, Lord, and that we can do your will and your way so that we can see you in peace in the name of Jesus. And for those listening that don't have you all the way, Lord Jesus, those that are not sure, speak to their hearts and minds, Lord Jesus. Let them know who you are and how to get to be, Lord, who you would have them to be in the name of Jesus. Bless everyone here to know how to be saved. Bless them, Lord Jesus, to know to go all the way and to not let the enemy stop them. Lord, we ask you to bind up and rebuke the enemy on all hands so that they can be saved properly and see you in peace, Lord. And before doing that, that they can do your will, Lord, and then see you in peace. So we thank you for that today. We thank you for the word of God, Lord. We thank you for this week, especially, and we just bless your name, Lord, for who you are in our lives. It's in Jesus' name that we thank and praise you excitedly. Let every heart say, amen. Amen, BCU fam. I tell you, the Lord knows how to come in, and he just knows how to speak to hearts and minds. He just does that, and I love that. So what was said here today that was a blessing to you? I would love to continue our conversation. So if you're not already on the blendencouragesyou.com site, please make your way there. Go down to the conversation board, and we will continue talking. BCU fam, I have got to wrap things up. Once again, this is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com signing off. I want to thank God for all of you being here for your prayerful support and for listening in. And Lord will, and until the next time we are together, may our awesome God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you all peace as you stay on the walk.